Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Glory to God. Glory to God. Come on, somebody, we serve a good, good God. He's a powerful God. He's a healing God. He's a delivering God. He is a miracle-working God. Just period. Just that's just that's it. I mean, just that that is who you are. Hallelujah. That is who he is. Glory to God. One of the, um, I think when you when you announced that uh, something like a miracle crusade, people have a concept uh, of just one avenue, you know, of of maybe the minister performing. Or I don't mean performing, but maybe just the minister doing things to work miracles. But I'm telling you, friends, from the moment the service starts, the same power that raised Christ from the dead is flowing in the room if we'll cooperate with them. So you can get that what you need, be it, be it something physically or uh, materially or whatever your issue is or your answers, your direction, your next step. You can get that at any point during the service if you look to the Lord for it. And I believe so much of the time things are happening and God is working and people miss it because they think, well, that's not the part of the service, you know, that, you know, you have, you have the singing, that's to get everybody in the building. And, and then, you, then you have the, the, you know, the preliminaries and the announcements and the offering. And, and then, uh, then there's the message. And then maybe at the end, we'll see if there's something miraculous that happens. No, friends, all through the service. And, and uh, you know, I'm particularly thinking of the first night that we met here and that message that we heard. On, uh, on, on, how, on how we approach God and approaching him boldly. That, I mean, that right there set, could set people free. How many would say that something was worked in you that night? Yes. Well, don't say there's been no miracles at the miracle crusade because that's, power is power. Power is power. Uh, God doesn't have a bottle labeled special miracle power. And then a big vat that says regular power. His power will do what power does. Amen. And uh, what makes it work is what that power is hooked to. And that power, how many know that your air conditioning in your house, huh? That air conditioner needs to be hooked up. If power is just hooked to your heater, air conditioning is not going to happen, right? So you just have to hook it to that. Amen. And so we learn to look to God in every area of our life, and power can flow to every area of our life. And, and I tell you, when we come together, praise the Lord, Amen. two or three gathered in his, right? Two or three gathered. And what's the Bible say? There I am. There I am. Not just present. Not just present. Because you don't have to gather two or three for him to be present. Two or three gathered together in my name. There I am in their midst to manifest, to manifest, to work. Praise the Lord. 
So, so we're just so blessed to learn to look to God in all these areas. And from the beginning of the service to the end of the service, from the first service that we have throughout all these services, even in the morning. How many know uh, these, this is miracles in the morning? We're learning to cooperate with the flow of God's power and, and let him work in every way he wants to work. Praise the Lord. And you, you will leave and uh, look back on this week and say, that was miraculous. That was miraculous. Well, we welcome you this morning. Praise the Lord. I, I, did, was it just coincidence that uh, y'all have so many of the same shirts on? No, this is, uh, this is the holiday after Memorial Day. They call it Merch Day. I was looking in the Bible to see if that's in the Bible, but... And it is. Yeah, Jesus said, well, no, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to go say that scripture. Anyhow, praise the Lord. You're looking, you're looking good and green. Hallelujah. I'm going to have you turn in your scriptures this morning, if you have your Bible, to the uh, fourth chapter of 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter 4. And uh, there's, a, there's a particular text that, um, you know, we, I checked my heart for this week, of course, and tried to make preparation, and I just can't get away from it, at least as a springboard, this particular text that we've used in all these meetings so far, uh, speaking on the subject of prayer. Amen. You might say, what's prayer have to do with miracles? <laughs> well, not always what people think, because folks think, oh, yeah, we're going to pray for them. Different than, different than sometimes we think. Hallelujah. And it's this seventh verse, if you'd read this with me, and it says, the end of all things is at hand. Be therefore sober and watch unto prayer. This is a, this is a great verse talking about the times that we're in what time are we in in the body of Christ? You understand that we're not just randomly spinning on this earth, you know, just waiting for the top to run out or to fall off its, its axis, no. Uh, we're, we're in, uh, the, the things that are happening, it doesn't always look like it, but there are strategic things happening. There's, there's uh, things are going on in the earth according to a plan. Now, not everything that happens in the earth is God's plan. But God has a plan. I say God has a plan. And we're in a period of time called the end times. We're not waiting to get to the end times. We're in the end times. Now, there are phases to the end times. We're not in all of those phases yet. But we're in, the, we're in uh, one of the first phases of the end times. Praise the Lord. And uh, one of the next things that happens in the end times is Jesus returns. And are we excited about that? We are excited about that. Not because we just want to get done with this, but because we want to see God's plan progress. But tell you what, don't think that, don't think that his return is today. I say you just said something you're not supposed to say in church. You're not supposed to say that. You're supposed to say it could be any day. And I understand that. 
And you said, and you might think, well, doesn't the Bible say that no man knows the day or the hour? Well, I didn't say I know the day or the hour. But there's, if you want to know that, there's some distinguished pastors right here. You could come ask them. But I don't know the day or the hour. But we do know some things about his return. We do know some things about the season that we're in. You know, Paul wrote to the church at Thessalonica in the fifth chapter of the first verse. He said, brother, you have uh, concerning the times and the seasons, you have no need that I even write to you because you know some things he said perfectly. Well, you can't say that to most Christians today, that you have no need to be instructed regarding the times and the seasons. No, it matters that you and I see the big picture of some things, that we understand the big picture. Amen. So we're in, we're in an age or a period called the end times. Well, the end times are what? The end of the world as we know it? Is, is the, uh, are we about to, huh? Are, are we about to crash and burn? No, we're at the end of the age. What age are we at the end of? We're at the end of the church age where things are being accelerated. Things are, uh, things are moving on a, on a skyrocket pace almost. And there are some things in the plan of God that need to be wrapped up. And what Revelation says, things that must shortly come to pass. And we want that which should come to pass to come to pass. Amen. And so uh, this thing called the plan of God, well, that requires the cooperation of his body, you understand. Requires the cooperation of his church. And uh, I don't know about you, I want to be in co- I want to be one that cooperates with the plan of God. And, and the good thing is God will use all of us. I said he'll use all of us. Further, furthermore, he needs all of us. He needs you. Did you know that? God needs you. He needs you big. He needs you. Uh, No one else can do what you can do. Amen. So what are we to do in the end? Well, first thing, we need to recognize the times that we're in. We're in the end times. It says the end of all things is at hand. And if you just hold your hand out in front of you and see how close it is, that's how how close we are uh, to the end. we're, We're there in the sense of being in this accelerated age. So what are we to do? Well, first thing he says is be sober. Be sober. And that has to do with how you think. I said that has to do with how you think. It's important that your mind is renewed to the things that God wants us to know in these times. Amen. Be sober. We could say be sober-minded. Other translations actually say be sober-minded and watch unto prayer. Can you, can you give me that in the Amplified? Man, it's already called up. You know, you train somebody well. It'll, <laughs> it'll really bless you. It says, it says, the end and culmination of all things has now come near. Keep sound-minded and self-restrained and alert, therefore, for the practice of prayer. So what Peter's saying here is that, hey, the end times are upon us. It's important to think right, and it's necessary to pray right. And not all prayer is effective prayer. Not all prayer is the same. And not all prayer is even scriptural. 
Matter of fact, a whole lot of prayer is not even in the ballpark. The heart may be right. The intention may be right. The motive may be right. But in terms of aligning with God and in terms of cooperating with God, it's just not even, it's just not even on the track. You know what I mean? So uh, what's necessary in our days is that the right kind of prayer occur. Amen. And for the right kind of prayer to occur, how many know folk need to be instructed as to what that looks like? Yes. Amen. So really, when you talk about prayer, um, I, I think just the general concept, as a matter of fact, many of you prayed before you, how many here before you were even born again? You prayed, right? What did those prayers sound like? <laughs> you might have been in a car <laughs> and, and tr struggled to lose control, losing control of that car, and you thought this is a good time to begin my prayer life. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> or whatever, whatever it was, you know what I mean? And uh, I, I remember some of the first, now some of the first prayers I prayed were actually pretty effective. I was lost. I was facing death, meaning I was sick to the point of death, did not know Jesus, knew, knew that if I died, heaven would not be my home. I just knew on the inside I was not ready to go. And I, I got, hmm. And it, my prayer was primitive. It didn't have any scripture in it, but it was heartfelt, and God heard it. And I just said, God, whoever you are, show me. Show me, help me. He, brought, he had already brought somebody in my life who was trying to help me, who was trying to show me uh, that Jesus was the way. You know, he tried to talk to me about heaven and hell. I tell him which one he could go to. Because, you know, you, 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 before you're in trouble, you just think, you, you know, hey, I'm 18, I know it all. <laughs> and you know you know nothing you know nothing and then uh, actually to, uh, really just the night before I gave my heart to the Lord I, uh, I found myself in Dade County Jail Dade County is Miami it's where I grew up and uh, <laughs> it's funny I gave my testimony one time on a, on a Christian television station in Augusta, Georgia. You remember when we would go to Augusta with Brother Hagen? There was a big station there. And I was on, uh, I was on, they had me and a gentleman by the name of Randall Greer. Who's a, he's, he's a dear friend. And I had shared, they were asking me my testimony, and I shared this part about me being in jail for one night. I was there for one night. And I prayed again. I prayed again because they put me in this holding cell with, uh, and you got a, you got a picture, 1980s. Remember the, how many remember the baggy, the, the white? I, had, I lived in Florida, okay? Uh, remember Miami Vice? So I had, I had long, long, long red hair. When my wife met me, I had, I mean, I had hair down my back. I had a chainsaw earring. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't have tattoos because that looked like that would hurt really bad. So I looked, when they put me in this cell with uh, like this big holding cell with a lot of people in there, and I guess I was the closest thing to a, a lady they'd seen in a while just with my long hair. And, and these men were making advances, uh, forceful advances. So I'm, I'm up there with my feet locked through the bars, and I start praying. I said, okay, God. You get me out of here 
and I'll, I, will, I will serve you. I will serve you. I will serve you. And that next day I got saved. But anyhow, we're on this TV show giving my testimony. And after me comes on uh, Brother Randall Greer, who has the gall to call me a jailbird. Yeah. He said, I didn't, anyhow, if you know his story, he spent a lot more than one night, right? For something I didn't even do. I was not, I got arrested for shoplifting. I was returning a gift. Honest to God, I was returning a gift. And I won me a little lawsuit out. Yes, I did after that. Anyhow, can we please get back to the end times? The end times. And so I was telling you about what kind of prayer people pray. Maybe you didn't know that about me. That, but don't call me a jailbird. One night for something I didn't do. Anyhow, it doesn't count. <laughs> but anyhow, <laughs> I was praying those scared prayers. I was praying like a lost person prays. But you know, a lot of Christians, they don't do a whole lot better. And so most people's concept of prayer, you know, is, well, we got to just ask God for what we need. And that's what prayer is all about. I remember uh, when my first church that I went to, and they were sweet people. They were good people. They had honor for the word of God. They did not, uh, they did not accept the, what we call the baptism in the Holy Spirit, speaking in other tongues. That was not, that was, in matter of fact, not only was it not accepted, it was taught that that's not even God. You know, so, but how many know just because they throw that part out doesn't mean that everything they preach is wrong. So they were a real blessing. They walked in the love of God and they liked me. So I stayed around. You know what's better than, than having right doctrine? <laughs> Loving people. And then having right doctrine is good too. It really is best. So anyhow, we would have prayer meeting on Wednesday night. And, and all, all it was, was, you know, we would have a huge list of needs. Because I'm going to know everybody's got them. Everybody's, come on, everybody's got needs. And so everybody bring their list of needs, and they'd turn that into the pastor. And then they'd say, well, brother so-and-so, you pray, for, uh, you pray for Sister Beverly and her gout, or whatever it was, you know what I mean? And so the, he'd stand up, and he'd pray, and he said, oh, Father God. We lift up our dear sister to you who's going through a time of difficulty. Well, that's, that's sincere, isn't it? That's well-intentioned. That's a good heart. But then they say, well, uh, if it's your will, because that's what we were taught, that you always say that because that, that's a disclaimer. That way, nobody's responsible for results either way. Right? The, whatever happens, happens. And we prayed if it just, we just ask that your will be done in this situation. which is totally ineffective. <laughs> Anyhow, and so we pray about our stuff, our stuff. Uh, and we just go down the list and pray for everybody's needs. And then, well, I got a brother who's not saved. Well, we'd all get in on that, you know, because everybody, you don't want anybody to not be saved. So we'd all get, uh, pray hard on that one. And that was the prayer meeting. That was our prayer. And that's how, we, that's how I was taught to pray as a Christian. That wasn't a whole lot different than what I did before I was a Christian. And so here comes, you ready? Because <laughs> you like this. What we're praying, the type of prayer where you're just taking care of me and my stuff, we call that bedtime prayers. That's what you wanted. 
Okay, he likes that. <laughs> Bedtime prayers. Where that's because when you when you're uh, training your little kids how to pray, what do you pray? Now I now I lay me down to sleep. Pray the Lord my soul to keep. Because like if you don't pray that, he might not. <laughs> he might just forget about you that night. And if I should die before I what a horrible thing. Horrible thing to put in the mind of a young child. To get them thinking about dying before they wake. That you never know if you... Come on. We need to have a prayer-burning party. I'll tell you what we need to do. We need to get that, and we need to get that God-awful serenity prayer. I'm just telling you. <laughs> And we need to have us a party where we just light the whole thing on, just throw gasoline on all of it. Boom. You know what the serenity prayer is? Who can quote it? Good, good. I'm glad you don't know. It's, it's something along the lines of, Lord, help me to accept those things that I cannot change and those things that I can change, help them to change or something like that. No, no, no. No. And so bedtime prayers, uh, if I die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. It's totally focused on me, me, me. It's me-focused prayers. And even when I got saved, that's what my first church taught. It was all, prayer was just all focused on us. And we can do better than that. We need to move from from bedtime prayers to what? To end time prayers. Now, bedtime prayers are self-focused. I'm, I'm not saying it's never right to pray about your situations. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that all of us need to grow to the place where we have a focus that's beyond ourselves. That we're participants in something bigger than ourselves. And so bedtime prayers are focused on ourselves. They're self-focused. End-time prayers are plan-focused. They're, they're God-focused. They're focused on something bigger. Bedtime prayers, uh, they're, they're always aware of the great distance between us and God. Oh, God in heaven. I don't pray that way. I don't, well, isn't he? Well, sure, he's in heaven. So am I. Amen. Come on. I said, so am I. End time prayers aren't focused on the distance between us and God. They're focused on the union between us and God. The oneness of us and God. And, and really, we're, we're to pray from a place of having already arrived. I know that's not popular to say because Christians love to say, well, you know, none of us have arrived yet. Read your New Testament. Read, read your Bible. He has raised us up together with him, made us sit together with him in heavenly places in Christ. How much further would you like to go before you've arrived? 
No, I understand that there's all there's more growth. I understand that we can we can all grow, but we're growing into that knowledge. We're growing into greater revelation of of that. Amen. So we want to learn to pray from our place in Christ. Amen. Not, and move away from this, move away from just what a little kid would do at bedtime. It's okay to, now it's okay to teach people to pray at, at bedtime, but don't, don't, pray, don't teach them to pray if I die before I wake. Amen. Praise the Lord. So in the, in the end times, in the, in the times we're living in, uh, effective prayer is prayer that's focused on God and his plan his things and really there's a couple different areas that the bible talks about of uh that our prayers can touch first of all like i said his plan his plan um over in the where did we look first peter over in the third chapter of ephesians i made reference to this real briefly yesterday are we doing okay today You know, I do sometimes knock over those sacred cows. I understand that. Well, I do worse than that. We get a ball bat and beat them in the head. Beat them black and blue, don't we? <laughs> but, you know, our, nobody, has ever, uh, nobody has ever gotten helped by, by uh, just mere religious tradition. And just because we've always done it this way, that does not mean it's scriptural. We have to check what we do. Make sure that it's in line with the word. Amen. So uh, did, you get your, did you get your green shirt selves over to Ephesians 3? In the first verse, he said, For this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given to me to you, word, how that by revelation he made known to me what? The mystery, as I wrote before in a few words, whereby when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. And I made reference to this yesterday that uh, we talk a lot about the plan of God. Well, the, at least in the King James, it doesn't use that phrase extensively. It's in there. Um, we can find, and in Ephesians 2, we find the great verse in the Amplified Bible that talks about uh, God's plan, uses that phrase. But all we, what we see a lot is this phrase, Paul talking about the mystery. Uh, and, and it's used in a, in a couple different areas. And what he's talking about is the plan of God as it was revealed to him. Yeah. Right. And that he was assigned to reveal to us. And if you turn real quick over to the 14th chapter of 1 Corinthians, one of our privileges is to get to pray out the plan of God. You know, some folk ought to be a little more glowing and burning than you are, but I'm just going to go, I'm just going to go with what we got. Um, 1 Corinthians 14 in the second verse says he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men 
but unto God. For no man understands him, howbeit in the spirit he does what? He speaks mysteries. You got, the, you got my amplified there for me? Thank you. Uh, the amplified says, in the spirit he utters secret truths and hidden things not obvious to the understanding. Other translations say sacred secrets. These mysteries are things that pertain to God's plan. God's plan for the church, God's plan for your life individually. How many know that his plan for you is part of his plan for the church? We're in this together, you understand. All in this together, right? We in this together. Your plan is part of the plan. And so one of the, one of the uh, characteristics of maturity as a believer is that you're interested in God's plan. And you understand that when you're praying things about his plan, you're also praying things about his plan for you. You're part in his plan. Instead of being focused just on you and your needs and when's my ministry going to take off, let me tell you when your ministry is going to take off. When you stop thinking and asking when your ministry is going to take off. <laughs> Why don't they call me to preach? Because you keep thinking about it. <laughs> Hello. Must be tapping into other people, other people's anointings, you know, sometimes. So one of the ways one of the ways we can pray out the plan of God, because how many know if there's things that are mysteries concerning his plan, what's a mystery? It's something that's just not fully revealed. Right? If there's mysteries regarding God's plan, how are you going to take care of that? One of the ways we can do that is by praying in other tongues. And we need to do that. We need to do that. The end of all things is at hand. Be sober-minded and watch unto prayer for the purpose of prayer. Prayer is a huge factor in God's plan coming to pass. So one of the things we, we pray for is uh, the plan of God. And that's a huge thing. That's a huge thing. God's got plans for, and some of his plans have been revealed, and there's ways we still pray for him even though they've been revealed. There's details that we know, there's details that we don't know. And if we'll cooperate with the Spirit of God in prayer, we can touch it all. And we can, co we can get all that needs to be done, done in prayer. Hallelujah. Now, you have, that's one aspect. And this is just an overview. You know, we could talk the entire week just on praying out God's plan. But there's another thing that God dealt with me about uh, when we're talking about moving from bedtime prayers to end time prayers, uh, taking, taking more responsibility in prayer. Well, another thing that we touch in prayer, not just God's plan, God's power. Now, what do we, how do we pray, uh, how do we need to pray regarding God's power? Well, over in James chapter 5, you want to turn there? 
you're familiar with this because one th I know you are because when we were here last year in these miracle crusades, I think we probably turned here. Bless him, bless him. So we're going to teach along these lines just a little bit, and then we are going to actually do this. We're actually going to, we're actually going to pray. Hallelujah, somebody. James chapter 5 and verse 16, you've heard it. It says, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. What's it mean to avail? One of the definitions of avail is to turn about. Effective prayer, effectual fervent prayer. If there's effectual prayer, how many know there could also be ineffectual prayer? If you can be effective, you could be ineffective. Which do you want to be? You, we want to be effective. Huh? And then, um, I, you know, we, most of us know this, the Amplify, but how many know it's not what you've heard before that blesses you? It's what's, what's real in you now? So, you know, forgive me if, actually, I don't ever mind hearing this stuff over and over and over and over and over. So the, uh, the end of verse 16 in the Amplify says, the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available dynamic in its working that's miracle power that's talking about miracle power making it available what do we mean making power available how many know that uh, god's power is ever present in the spirit realm in god's realm but how many know that you and I don't live like, you know, 99% of our time fully in God's realm? We're contacting the natural realm. And where God's power needs to work the most, as far as our lives are concerned, as far as his plan for the earth is concerned, we need God's power working in the natural realm. And the, the right kind of prayer, effective prayer, will help Bring God's power to the forefront where it's easily accessed from this realm. Now, if you've been here at these, in these meetings, just these, just these first couple, I mean, even this morning, there's, a, there's what we call a tangibility here that, that if you, how many could say you've sensed God? Here, you can, you can just sense it at times. I mean, during, during the worship this morning and, and uh, at other times, there is activity in the God realm taking place. I'll say this, and uh, again, this, this is just me. These aren't my meetings, you know what I mean? So if, so if, if something that I say doesn't go, just, just put it on the shelf, just throw it out. But I'll just say this. When, when Pastor Nancy was preaching on the goodness of God, when, just, uh, just those scriptures, the Lord is good. I, I realized this, that the more you declare his goodness, the more he manifests his goodness. And 
maybe partly because of, of the office I stand in or whatever, but there are times where I can see into the spirit realm and I can see the manifestation of God's glory and God's power. And I've seen it here all week. I don't say, you know, I don't say about it uh, to draw attention to me, but to draw attention to God and his power. And, and so there are things that would normally be in an unseen realm that are so close and so available and, and, and just so really palpable that you could just, as we say, reach out, reach out, take it to yourself. Well, see, that's power being made available. Matter of fact, I'll just go, since I'm talking about it, I'll just go one step further. Uh, about a decade ago um, or more, maybe, I was in a service with Dr. Dufresne in uh, Jamestown, New York. I pastored not too far from there. And in that service, I want, I want to say you came the next day, Pastor, because you, you, uh, you were mad that you missed what happened that first day. Uh, <laughs> you say, I don't appreciate those things happening when I'm not here, is what you said. <laughs> But Dr. Dufresne come, comes in the service and he sits, he's just, he's just looking around like this, like this. And he said, there's two angels up there spinning around, like spinning angels and releasing things. And, and he talked about it because he saw it. And he said, they're, they're releasing the power of God. And, and you might say, well, that's weird. I'm sorry. I'm not talking about my experience. I'm talking about his experience. <laughs> But anyhow, those angels have been here. And I've seen, them, I've seen them two or three times. Now, not with my physical eyes, with the eyes of my spirit. And when you, pastor's talking about the goodness of God, and they're spinning around, and, and power is released, and you can see it, sense it sometimes. Well, not everybody's going to see it, you understand, but everybody can partake of it. Everybody can sense it. What is that? That's power, miracle power, being made available, being brought to the forefront to where it's, that's exactly what we want. That's exactly what we want. Because if you don't have that, you can, you can uh, circle the wagons, as they say, all day long. And, uh, and maybe a certain percentage of people, a real small percentage of people might latch on and get something. But we want the power of God so permeating the room that even the most unknowledgeable or new believer or, or even the unbeliever can just have it all slopped over on them if we can say that and can partake of that power and experience the results of that power this is this is exactly what we want listen this is why during what we call the healing revival of the 1940s and 1950s they said this they said it's just like healing was in the atmosphere the atmosphere was so saturated with healing that people could just, uh, I, I mean, they, they said ministers with hardly any experience were getting blind eyes open. All kinds of things were happening. This is the, you know, the testimony of those that were there. I wasn't there in the 40s or 50s. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I'm not going to. No, nobody else is that old either. Praise the Lord on, on, on this row. Hallelujah. But they said it was just like healing was in, the, was in the air. It was so easily accessible. And people with, because don't think that they had like all this advanced knowledge of how to cooperate with God's power. Not so much. 
but it was just so saturated it, that it was able to spread. Come on. Do you, listen, have you ever studied the healing revival? Some of those ministers weren't even living right. <laughs> but, but there was so much power there that, that they were able to help people access the power of God. Now listen, how many know it's better to live right? There's a lot of reasons why you want to live right. Amen. So we're not saying don't do that. You understand. Hallelujah. You got to always uh, throw out that disclaimer. Yeah, power available. So what, what helps facilitate that? Prayer. Prayer. Because listen, I don't know about you. I've been in services where there wasn't anything tangible. I've been in services where there were no spinning angels. Don't get, don't take what I say and form a doctrine out of it. You understand? You don't have to have spinning angels to get results, but it sure is nice when they're there. Hallelujah. Amen. There, there, there's, in these meetings, there's been, so it lets me know, I didn't, I haven't asked the pastors what they've been up to. But I think you made more than just natural preparation for these meetings. Amen. So that's, that's the second area. And again, we could take just, you know, the whole week, just preach on that, on that area of power. So I'm talking about three areas that the Lord dealt with me about actually this morning uh, when I was trying to eat some breakfast. Um, <laughs> what was that first area we talked about? <laughs> The plan, the plan. The second area was power, God's power. The third area, I'm going to have my wife come and, and uh, share some along these lines. Uh, we have God's plan, God's power, and then prayer can affect things with God's people. God's people, particularly those in leadership. I'm not going to have you turn there, but you're familiar with First Timothy chapter 2. Verse, uh, first verse where it says, I exhort therefore, first of all, that prayers, intercession, supplication, giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, that those, uh, for kings and those that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet, peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Remember that. <laughs> so whether or not leaders function as they ought, I'm talking about God-ordained offices be, uh, whether they be civic offices or sometimes we look at that verse in First Timothy 2 and just think it's only talking about, uh, you know, government. No, 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 honey. No, no. There are spiritual leaders. There are spiritual leaders. And just as, just as our president needs prayer, how many agree that he does? How many know that no matter who the president is, they do. <laughs> So, so there's civic leaders, but there's also spiritual leaders. And your, the, the, the spiritual leaders that God is raising up will not function in the fullness of their place without the supply of prayer that's necessary. Is this good for you to jump in here? Jump in. They're tired of me. You want a microphone or just shout loud? Glory to God. Would you turn with me to Isaiah chapter 40? Um, one of the things we find when we, are, we pray often 
uh, for these, these end time days. And one of the things I find myself calling out, and uh, I don't know if we've coined this phrase or if we heard it from uh, somewhere else, but we, we pray for the voices of the era. That'd be Pastor Nancy, I think, said that. The voices of the era. Yeah. Every generation has had men, women that have been raised to the forefront to spearhead what God is doing. And it requires our participation in prayer uh, to bring a supply to those voices. And I just I keep going uh, back to some of these scriptures. Isaiah 40 and verse 3 says, uh, we're familiar with this, but it says, the voice of him that cries in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain, and, and then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh, all flesh shall see it together. Mm-hmm. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Now we understand, and uh, if we're familiar, in every one of the, the four Gospels, uh, it, it quotes this. And who does it quote this about? It quotes it about John, John the Baptist, the Baptist yeah. right? And even when uh, in the Gospel of John, when the religious leaders of the day came to John the Baptist and said, who are you? Are you the Messiah? Are you Elijah? Who are you? He said, I'm the voice. I'm the voice spoken of in Isaiah, and I'm preparing the way for him, Mm -hmm. for the glory to land, for the power to fall. I'm preparing the way. The voice, and what, what, what did John preach? He preached the baptism of repentance. Yes. He preached, you gotta change. You got to change the way you think. You got to change the way you perceive things. Why? Because the Messiah is coming. And the glory needs to land in the hearts. The voice changed the hearts. The voice changes the hearts. Sunday night, we keep referring back to that. What, what that message did, what it, those of us that were thinking wrong, we were thinking lower of our, our, our father than we ought to. It brought us up yeah. to where we can approach him. Mm-hmm. And those of us that think too highly of ourselves, thinking our, our faith has gotten us this far. Come on. What is it? It brings you back down to where you need to be to receive. The voice the voices, I pray this, the voices, it's not just one voice, but I guess we're in the flow of peas today. Um, <laughs> he gave me three peas, three, three words that begin with P. No, no. Yeah. That's what I had. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I got three different words, but um, 
when we when I pray for the voice, I pray for their protection. And uh, Pastor Nancy brought this out in another miracle crusade um, that that we were in, and she said when she prays about these voices, she prays that they uh, that they be protected until the right time for them to come forth. We we see that throughout Scripture. Moses was hidden until the right time. He was protected. John the Baptist, it says that he was put in the wilderness and he grew strong in spirit until it was time. So we pray for their protection, but then we also pray once those voices that God, that God has called, that God has uh, anointed for the time and for the era, we want those voices, not other voices. We want the, God's voice. God's voices, because those are the ones that are anointed for the people for that time. They're the ones that spearhead and lead us all in the right way. They're the ones that raise things up, that lower things down, that make a way for the glory to land. So we pray for their protection. Paul, Paul would say this, uh, we've heard it often, but he, he said there's in, in Ephesus here, there's a great and effectual door for me. And there are many adversaries. What does that mean? Dr. Dufresne said it this way. I actually just heard him the other day when I was listening. He said, all point men get shot at. You ever, ever see a movie where there, there's a battle and they're all hiding behind the car or whatever, they're all hiding, and someone goes out front and, and they'll, they'll all say, cover me. Why? Because everyone's trying to get in the right position. Cover me. And somebody goes out front and starts shooting. And all the enemy fire is directed at them. Dr. Dufresne said, all point men get shot at. <laughs> That's why we pray for our pastor. That's why we pray for those in fivefold ministry. That's why it's so important. We pray for the protection of the voices of this era. Those that are in the forefront, they're taking the fire of the adversary for us. And it requires our prayer support. We pray for their protection. You said this already. We pray for the power, but the power of the voice. The power of the voice. Paul, Paul said, pray for me. Pray for me. Uh, in Amplified, in Ephesians 6, 19, pray for me that freedom of utterance may be given me. That I may open my mouth boldly. Mm-hmm. Proclaim boldly the mystery of the good news, the gospel, for which I am an ambassador. I am a voice. Pray for me that I may open my mouth boldly, that there would be power in what I preach. Why? Because the power in the voice changes the heart of man. 
it raises up what was too low. It brings down what was too high. It makes crooked places straight. Amen. Glory to God and the glory can land in the hearts of the people. And he, he goes on in, in verse 20 of Ephesians. He says, I'm an ambassador in chains in prison. Pray that I may declare it boldly and courageously as I ought mm -hmm. to do. And so the third thing I pray when I pray about the voices of the era, I pray for their purity. They're in charge of their own life. And as we just said, it, it's good to live right. We're, we need to. But the purity of the voices. Why? That we're all directing the body the same direction. If I have a, a large jug or, you know, one of those things you'd see in the, um, maybe on the, sideline of a sports game, those big coolers of water, if I have it full of water and someone says, well, I don't like water, I'm just going to pour some lemonade in that big thing of water. Well, you put one glass of lemonade in that whole thing of water, you, you just taint, you made the whole thing bad by tainting it with the wrong substance. Nothing wrong on, with lemonade on its own, but when, when everything else is water, um, it just leaves a funny taste in your mouth. So I, I oh, you, you see different ones uh, out there, and I, I just, Lord, help them preach as they ought. As they ought to preach. What? Tapping in to what God has for the era, what the word says for the era. And when we talk about miracles, you know, Brother Hagen, he, he saw, let's, let's look in Acts, Acts chapter 4. Praise the Lord. I don't want to take too much time. You okay. Acts chapter 4. Uh, you, you know, Peter and John, of course, were arrested, and, and when they were released, they, uh, they went back to their own company, and uh, they started to pray. And we won't look at the whole prayer, but it says in verse, verse 29, Now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. Now, this is a New Testament prayer. We, we can pray this, that they may speak your word by stretching forth your hand to heal, that signs and wonders may be done by the name, in, by the name of your holy child, Jesus. Yeah. Brother Hagen one time was like, he, he said, I, I'd been ministering and, and we'd see to, seen a handful of salvations. We saw a handful of healings here and there. But, but I, wanted, I wanted this stretching forth your hand that signs and wonders may be done. So he, he find himself praying, Lord, Lord, stretch forth your hand to heal. Stretch forth. Uh, we want signs. We want wonders. And the Lord told him, your answer's in the verse. Yeah. 
And he said, what do you mean? Lord, stretch forth your hand to heal. And he's like, read that verse. And he reads the verse before. It says that we may with all boldness speak your word. He said, if you preach my word, I stretch forth my hand. You don't even have to ask for it. If you preach my word, and he's, he said, Lord, and he said, I checked up on my preaching, and he said, it wasn't all the word, so part of it was tradition, and all of us, if we're not careful, can fall into, we've always done it that way, we've always prayed that way. We want the purity of the word that gives us the power in the voice. Glory to God that the voices of this era can lead us. Remember, we're talking about being plan-minded. We want to wrap this thing up. We want Jesus to be able to come. We need a place where the glory can fall in mighty power. And so, if you would, just turn back to Isaiah, please. Isaiah 35. One more, one more scripture. And I'll be quiet. Isaiah 35. John the Baptist, he said, I'm the voice that preaches I'm the one that makes a way for the power of God. He made a way for Jesus to come. If the hearts of the people weren't prepared, Jesus' ministry wouldn't have been as effective. John had to be the first voice. There are voices in the era. Jesus isn't just going to return, guys. Just not haphazardly. It requires our help and participation. It requires the voices. In Isaiah 35, in verse 8, it shows us what he's talking about here. It says, a highway shall be there, and a way, and it will be called the the way of holiness. Now, I want to show you what's on this highway. When the voice is preached, and 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 the valleys have been raised up, and the mountains have been brought low, I want to show you what's on this highway of holiness. It says in verse 5 of uh, Isaiah 35, it says, Then... Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped, and then the lame man shall leap as a heart, and the tongue of the dumb shall sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break out and streams in the desert, and the parched ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water in the habitation of dragons, where each lay shall be grass with reeds and rushes, a highway shall be there a way and it's called the way of holiness we see when the voice makes straight paths for the glory of god miracles are there blind eyes are opened the ears of the deaf hear the maimed are made whole so when we say we don't pray for miracles as we think. 
we're right. Yeah, like God do it. Right, right. Yeah. God, miracles, miracles. No, 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 no. We pray for the voice. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's good. Don't, don't go anywhere. Hallelujah. Hey, listen, we, we've given you a lot. I mean, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. But um, anyhow, kind of like a sampler uh, appetizer platter, you know what I mean? Just a little of this, a little of that. But just, just some ideas. Did you, anybody, you receive some things today? Uh, let's, let's pray. Let's pray, and, I, and I'll, I'll give you some just general overview of what we're going to do. We're going to, uh, we'll, we'll kick things off just worshiping God all together. And when I say let's pray, I'm not talking about we're not going to pray, and you sit there and just uh, cheer us on, you understand. This is all of us. We're going to pray corporately. We're going to pray together. And so we just, we'll just pray along these lines the best we know how. And then uh, in, in our known language, English, but I just, I just can tell you, I can't go, I can't go too far without running out of knowledge. And so thank God we're not limited, but there's an avenue that we can take called praying in other tongues. Now, uh, some folk, I think, got filled with the Spirit last night. You know, if, you, if you're here, though, and if you've never been, uh, if you've never prayed in other tongues, if you've never spoken in tongues, I just want you to know that it's, it's appropriate to come and have somebody minister to you individually. But I, I'll just tell you, you could just jump in while the flow is going on, and you can just start participating. Amen. By faith, you can. You can. So we're going to do that. And then when we pray in tongues, all of us together, just lift up your voice where you are. And uh, don't, don't be afraid to be bold. Don't be, don't be louder than everybody else. But, I mean, just don't be afraid to jump in and do that. And then most people last maybe two, three minutes doing that. But we're, gonna, we're just going to be disciplined this morning and maybe go just a little bit longer than two or three minutes to help, to help you build up. Uh, amen. So can we do that? Uh, it doesn't matter if you stand or sit, but let's just at least start standing. And then if you want to sit, you're welcome to because it's... Be comfortable so you can focus on God, okay? Oh, Father, thank you. Give thanks to him, friends. Father, thank you for your goodness, for your faithfulness, for your spirit who indwells us. Thank you for the word that guides us and and shows us the way to go. Thank you, Father, for these truths that we've heard today. Glory to God. Thank you for your plan that you have for the mysteries that have been hidden through ages and generations but have now been revealed. And Father, thank you for those parts of the mystery that must come to pass in our day. Father, we thank you for power being made available, easy to receive, easy to lay hold of. And Father, we thank you for your people. We thank you for the voices of this era. Thank you, Father, that those voices that must come to lead and and be, uh, be raised up, thank you that they do. Thank you that they speak with accuracy. Thank you that they speak with boldness. And thank you for the purity of those voices, that they're without compromise, that they represent you accurately. Hallelujah. Oh, we're so grateful for them. Thank you, Father, that we make progress in your plan. Now, Lord, we've prayed this in English just real briefly, but we're going to jump in and yield to the utterances of the Spirit now all together. Father, we 
Pana de Ravot, Deris Sikras, so Kodanste, Kalatosta, Chiz, Nando, Rema Toko, Reina, Reino Baracus de Sele, Chele de Galotoko stands, de Caradesta, Kotsache, J, 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 Laton, Jeramonze, Jeramonzenge, Jeramonze Caprego, Tenene, Casto, Cobra, Baca, Gideste, Casto, Crocos, de Sisinene. Main crocodiles and gentle no crocodiles are Kiko crocodiles. This is the concept of the body pasty. This is God to Dora. Della danste propo propaga. Shatsu kuto bora matika tera tu chaki danste kato bora matse crocodiles like pan let's let's ne pan let's let's ne crocodiles kasi kasi dotsu bora pasty kalasar Charlie Turin Charlie Turman Charlie Turinets Charlie to the gate, Chan Lane Tons to Garibedi, Chan Lake Cobra Bastica, Jedicas to go to the Gastico Toto Bravizuno, Dan Lopress, Leto Kuta Prose, Candidistic Alto, all by Meki, by Megre, by Megre, by Megre, by Megre Katsidiki, by Megro Kutsitasticas of Toprat, Leton Zanzanzi Gazo, ha 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 ha, yeah, the Rotuda, the Esamoko, yes. The return of Cora, Tista Cross, State's Economy. Angeline, 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 the name of Galans, Angeline, the name of Gay, and she free for Custy Custy, God Sukurat, God Sukuts, and these to Gazi, then the Necorophilia, Jelen, Dona Cora, Desta Cuts, and Docrocos, the Caprox, State, Crocos, Stan, Jane Ladso, Jane Ladso, Take Cat, Jane Ladso, Coco Crack, States, and Totona, Magina Ron, Markili, Markili. Makalin, Makalin, Chiprafat, Sikurabin, Sigeta, yeah, yeah, for the rising, the rising of the waters, Sikrode, Elatustake, Pabratsukulintendi, Chetikad, Tenonore, Bambratistuko, Brabe, Pafistuko, Lessiche, Chan Lokori, Jando Rapemis, Jando Frabadisi, Jando Prebenisi, Katsukote, Distigato, Ribri, Mekan, Mekrist, Mekrist, Tutsitite, Dantanone, Jela Torachit, Jela Tora, Rain, Rud, Reagan, Dukase, Rango to Step, Rapat, Rakubot, Sikarakastika, Dedistika, Jedetika, Nedelin, Meninis, 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 Sikroko Jedi, Meninis, Sisi, Dukroko, Sitito, Dostoko, Red, Snowden, Channel Rain, Channel Lot, Channel Prote, Jara Profevigis, John Lacoste, Cato, Do Provence, Tonton, Debre Banda, John Langando, Dora, Baby Stick, Rafostuku, Frabili Soda, Brainly Sukurisica, Denning Grosta, Chenley to Kuritan, that they know, oh, oh, Mata, Dada, Mata, oh, oh, Mata, Dada, 
Yes, we prakutan. We pray for God. We pray for God. We pray for God. We pray for God. 
Another room in the paper, Landoran, no, my mind beatles, my mind getos, my mind precoda, my mind prefibos, my mind in the rain, in the rain, in the rangi, in the rain stick, in the roblatsuto, in the race flecostadi. Yes, 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 we racked. Yes, we read also. Yes, we ran, we ran, we ran, we ran, ha 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 ha. We ran well. Machito, Terapro, we change, call for change, the change, call change in the retailer, a change in the reblando, change in the reflegos, 
changes on the retake. Yes. On the retaining. Change. Yes. Oh, mama, ma, ma. Yeah, the, 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 the right, the right, the right, the right change. The right change. Akati. Akate, akate. Yeah, the right, the right, the right, the right ones, the right times, the right place. Sekatura, the right ones, the right times, the right place. Sito, sito ran. Mama, haha. Chenora, chenora paladi. Chenora de de digale. Chenora rakila ko. Chenora rakile ki. Chenora, chenora berika baregre baraso baranza. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the right change. Not not all change yeah, change is right change. Shekopade. Yeah, now for that one, for that one, for that one. Makati, Kitalad, Kitorad, Kitolod, Tikorad, Tikorad, Tistigad, Tistigad, Abendinigaret, Dikarest, Dokorot, Dokot, Yes. Echo por abandoné, echo por de gadzi gadza tu se gadzi pra pra poste se celado. Mendelen, Mendelen, Mendelen chikro, Mendelen chikro coste se gadza tata pra pra fulbla. Rengo, rest, brai, brai, brai. Bridey, bridey, galosu, bridey, kuna sakarene. Oh my, my, my! She's a good zaki, zaka tsokra, zikra tutu seti gar, tisi kaloto, tisi galade, dimsi galanora, tisi kalabere, vekaloti nusi, vekarispolore, vekaraspiristi, sikriestogola, te krokoban, te tano, te tano, te staroko, te bar. Dela, dela, diga, tuko, steko, fadze. Dego, staka, broga, lastik, sisanda. I now parka nina. I now ambrodona. I now anchadoda. And I now andarensa. Ha, ha, ha. Yes. Yes, changes, changes, and adjustments. Changes and adjustments. Changes and adjustments. Sekogona, Gina Nana, Yaporat, Yaporat, Yichikala, Ekragado, Engoravendu, Nutagosika, Tukusako, Brego Dene, Chitala, Chitala, Chitala Tika, Chitala Kane, Chitala Kane, Chikala Tina Mosuguru, Sika, Sebara Babra, Guse, Satatatatoraba. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, the bacala sauce. Oh yes, parabella gode. Ha 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 ha! Yeah. Oh, so we thank you for the retechakala, for the namanjere gara setsigara. Yes, yes, yes. Now. Now help us, help us, help us with that. Help us with that. To gain the nakara senda, because because what is it? Baribis for who goes the jan the nasa go the dan. Ah, we thank you for the we thank you for those waves of healing. Yes, thank you for yes, those waves yes, thank you. of healing. Uh, ha, yes, ha, yes, ha, yes. Ha, oh, ha, oh, ha. yes, 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 yes. Thank reaching, you. Uh, reaching uh, uh, through the building. Yes, reaching past yes. the building. Yes. Yes. Yeah, thank you for the waves. Thank you. Oh my, 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 the billows. Yes, yes, what about? Mm. Uh, ha, 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 ha. 
oh, thank you. Thank you for the pekroks, for the pekroks, for the desto, and the namaste. Yes, the creative, creative, creative miracles. Creative miracles. Creative miracles. Creative miracles. Thank you. Thank you for We call for We call for Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Yes. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the greater. Thank you for the greater. Thank you for the. Thank you. Thank Thank you for the chick 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 Thank you. 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 Oh, oh, thank you. Oh, my, my, my. For the provision, 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 for the Praise, 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 praise. Air profonda, air profonda, air profonda, basto. Oh, my, 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 yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Master. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Master. Oh, my, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Glory. 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 Yes. Yes. We thank. We're so grateful. So grateful. So grateful. So. So grateful. So thankful. Yes. So thankful. So thankful. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you, Master. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, we give thanks. We give thanks. We give thanks. We give thanks. We praise you. Worship you. Thank you. Thank you. We praise you. We bless you. 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 Oh, bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Master. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.